0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes.
1: And welcome everyone and thank you so much for, first of all, thank you for being intentional. That that always makes a difference in all of our lives. As I'd like to say often, there's a big difference between people who are intentional and people who have... Good intentions. You know, we we know that because so many times we write something down on a journal or a vision list or a vision board. Um, Its famous intentions are known for what we call the New Year's resolutions, but it really takes that intentional spirit that no matter what's going on outside of yourself, no matter the distractions or challenges or life happenstance that comes your way, you continue to follow through as an intentional person, as an intentional spirit, to really capture your goals and live through with your dreams. And, wow, I'm, I think it's safe to say that today is one of our most poignant shows about what it's like to be intentional because we have Steve Kehoe with us today. And Steve is going to talk to us about one of the greatest health advantages that's ever been discovered, and that's a plant-based diet and program and people are having amazing results, and their lives are changing. So, Steve, thank you so much for doing the work that you do. Very grateful for that, and it's just a pleasure to have you on our show today.
2: Thank you, Reverend Hayes. Pleasure to be here.
1: Uh, and so how did you get into health and why does health matter to you? Give us some background, and we have people listening to us all over the world, and so I'd like to give a little history and let us know a little bit about you.
2: Sure. Yeah, um, we were, my, my wife and I, kind of the story revolves around both of us. Um, we were kind of the standard American diet uh, eaters, uh, which is not a very healthy diet for most people. Um, and we were very busy. We have a small business that uh, we've been running for 20 years. And we kind of just got, you know, a little sicker, a little uh, heavier every year, uh, probably sounds familiar to a lot of people and we were not really understanding what we were doing to ourselves, but we, we, we didn't feel good, uh, both physically and mentally. And seven years ago, almost to the day, actually, um, we got a big wake up call, uh, when we found a a lump in my wife Sue's breast and, um, we We went to the doctors, and uh it was very advanced in stage four breast cancer and at the age of forty six she was pretty much they were telling her her life expectancy was probably about two more years so a lot of things in our lives um, changed um you know obviously at the time we 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 took it all as bad news but um and I think a lot of people who have been through cancer that have come through the other side sort of say it was a maybe a, a wake up call or maybe one of the best things that ha- has happened to our lives. Um, and definitely at the time it didn't seem like it, but um, it kind of woke us up. We were, um, you know, we were looking for an answer at that point, you know, kind of a miracle, and we happened upon um, it, it was a. PBS special uh, Dr. Joel Furman had, was called Eat to Live. And um, it was kind of, we, we've never been to church. Uh, now we are, we, now we go to Unity. Uh, we have for the last five years. But at the time, we were sort of looking for some spirituality, but we never really went far enough. Um, but when, when when she had sort of the, the such a dire... Um, prognosis we we started looking a little bit more and I think that day that we saw this PBS special sort of was our spiritual awakening Um, we had just been through Sue's first chemotherapy treatment and it was very um, it it was very sad because there's about 25 women in a room um, getting you know a poison, basically, um, which is supposed to kill the cancer, but it also kills your the good parts of your immune system. And um, she was so sick after that four-hour treatment, and her, her legs were numb, that she couldn't walk out of the car when we got back home. So I carried her inside, and I started sort of losing it. Uh, started crying a little bit. And when I put her on the couch... Um, I turned on the TV and this PBS special had just started, and one of his first words out of Dr. Furman's mouth were, um, I'm going to show you in the next 90 minutes how to boost your immune system using a whole food plant-based diet, and we were really, you know, we didn't feel like the doctors weren't giving us any hope, but it really spoke to us, and we listened to it, and I'm in. engineer, so I would like to try to figure things out. And yes, it right. makes perfect sense that, you know, if you give your body the right fuel, it, it can it have some tremendous healing power. So that's sort of how we got started on it. It wasn't, I'd like to say that we were just smart and we figured things out, but it wasn't. It was, I think, with a lot of people kind of come to a major dietary change or major lifestyle change through some sort of... Uh, um, you know, tragedy or some some sort of thing that sort of forces them into it, and that certainly was the case with us.
1: Absolutely, and, you know, we live in a culture of commercials and, you know, people that um, a lot of times are just so much more comfortable, tell me what to do, tell me what to eat. You mm-hmm. know, I, I just got back from Europe literally Monday, um, Monday late, and I was all over Spain, and... Um, you know the the laugh is that when you pull up on the ship, you know there's a McD, you know the the McDonald's, you know, and I, I think it's interesting that they equate to oh that means you know we're really connected to America when so many of us um, in in America are doing it. I don't know the last time I've gone through a drive through window. It's probably been about twenty years. Um, so I'm I, you're talking to the team today. I'm on your team, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And um, and totally, you know, concur. And that was uh, another reason I was so excited to have you on the show, because um, like you, I I I went with, you know, grew up, you know, with a farm, uh, those kind of things. I I could if I ever thought twice about an animal on my plate, uh, I never would be able to eat it. But um, now I'm pretty much vegan and have been for many, many years and used pea protein, you know, all the time. So I'm Mm -hmm. just um, thrilled to have you on the show. And I think that, you know, part of my passion is for more people to know about your organization and what you have to uh, offer and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. So it would be, you know, it's really powerful in that Mm -hmm. way for sure, to just connect with you and for, for the awareness of that for sure. Um, I want to remind everybody to go to plantpurehealthweightloss.com, plantpurehealthweightloss.com.
2: Correct, yes. Yes.
1: So um, what a divine appointment, though, that you come in from being very discouraged and you know, then you find yourself like sitting right in front of the TV. Um, and that show being on PBS, that's pretty wild.
2: Yeah, it really was. And, um, you know, I I think literally channeling something to us uh, through a TV. Um, and again, we'd never really been to church our entire lives. But um, as, as we kind of continue to get better and, um, you know, kind of um, beat the odds, I guess you would say, um, we started looking for more in our life once we got yes. physical health we started looking for more spiritual health and um, the whole mind, body, and spirit connection. And um, that's when we we moved back to Florida to be... we, We lived in Southern California, so it was very busy, kind of the rat race in the Los Angeles area. And we had a thriving business, but we had a lot of stress. And we really didn't think about anything else rather than our business. It kind of ran... Ran us rather than us running the business, and I think once we once we started to heal ourselves physically we we really realized we needed to do a lot of emotional and spiritual healing uh, because there's a big missing part of our lives um, and you know we were she was diagnosed at forty six years old, and being told you only have two years most likely to live it's um you know it, it really stops you in your tracks and makes you reevaluate everything you've done and the importance of things and kind of the um, a lot more than just the health part of it uh, the physical health so um, w- with that we decided um, once she went through all the treatments in, in Southern California we, we were originally from this area from the Clearwater area uh, we decided to step away from the business. We're still running. We still have our managers running it in in Southern California, but we want to get away from the stress and get back to reconnect with family and friends um, back here in Florida. So uh, right after that, seven years ago, we moved back to uh, Florida and we live in Tarpon Springs now. So, Uh, and we're very happy that we found, uh, we go to Unity Palm Harbor and we're very happy that we've, found the unity uh, community to really um, kind of broaden our life a, a lot. We, we, we have a lot more friends um, as well as sort of awareness of what life and purpose and a lot of the other bigger things have sort of uh, become clear to us now that we found some spirituality, so, yeah.
1: It, it makes all the difference, doesn't it? I mean, we say very often, especially in stress management, is that we think about you know what we're eating, but we also need to be aware of what's eating us. So it's that it's that two phases of the life experience itself. And it sounds like you were able to create a, a great system. So here you were, you used just the old way of, um, well, what we would call um, the masses-driven way of. You know, eating, the majority of people tend to eat what their parents had and mm-hmm. added a few more things to it and um, not making that many changes in their, in their lives. It, it always fascinates me, too, with people, their vibrations changing. They do certain things. They do retreats. They go on quests. You know, they discover new things about themselves. And I've always found when those changes happen that often my diet, my, my daily intake has had to change along with it. And um, like you, I didn't set out to do it. You know, I didn't say, oh, one day I think I'm going to wind up being vegan. I'm kind of surprised by the whole process. But it was little by little and over time. Um, was there something significant that you started doing immediately, Steve? Or did it happen, you know, over time? Was it gradual? Because I know a lot of people are interested. Um, we will have an opportunity for people to call in um, on the second segment of the show. But did you go kicking and screaming, I guess is what I'm asking, or
2: were you yeah. happy to
1: take it on? Were you just at a place of, shall we say, desperation that it did not seem like a big deal to you to make changes?
2: Well, no, I think it was a big deal, but I think kind of both. We 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 did feel desperate. Um, and as soon as we sort of watched the PBS special, we well, that's what we got to do. I mean, that's, and we, you know, I started reading books and um with Dr. Furman and a lot of the other sort of the, the other plant-based or whole food plant-based doctors. Uh, we just started digesting all the information and it all made total sense, but thinking it and doing it are, are sort of two different things. And, um, my idea at the beginning was, well, this, this is great. Sue has advanced cancer. She needs to do this. In my head, it was, I don't have to do this. Um, But I was not healthy either. Um, I had extremely high cholesterol and other things, but, you know, cancer was, you know, our biggest concern. So at the very beginning, um, we decided for her, and, and neither us cooked at all. We had basically we had spent about 20 years running our business, and we ate out pretty much three meals a day. So um, we had to learn how to cook and, and cook different, cook cook a plant-based diet. Or, um, but I took that on. You know, she was going through chemo and surgery and radiation. She did all those things. Um, So she really wasn't in any condition. So I was kind of a caretaker um, during those first few months. But as I kind of was making the food and um, I would eat that food, but then I would also run out to the grill and maybe cook a piece of chicken and throw it on top of the vegetable stir-fryer, whatever I had made for her. Um, And after a while, I got to realize that really the health was in – the, the part that I was making, and I was eating it as well, but there was really no reason to add the chicken or the the steak or anything else onto it. The, the meal was totally satisfying. And actually, as I started to do that, I discovered I felt better. I was losing weight. Um, and, and by the way, kind of a side effect of this and, and you know with our plant pure health and weight loss is it's a tremendous way. You you get healthy, that's number one thing from the inside out. But number two, the side effect is you lose quite a bit of weight. <laughs> um, your body really does sort of, without the calorie-dense foods, the the meats and the processed foods and things like that, um, by eating large quantities of plant-based foods, you, you can eat a lot and you still lose weight. So... Um, Sue has lost right at 100 pounds um, in the seven years, and she's in oh that way. Really, she lost about 100 pounds in the first two, two and a half years, and she's kept it off ever since. Um, and so, and she's cancer-free, which is great. Yay! Uh, yes, um, and, and you know, the seven years is kind of a a big. Uh, Five years and seven years survival rates, what they consider, um, are kind of a big thing. And actually, I just got something from the hospital two days ago, uh, kind of a seven-year follow-up, basically asking, are you still there? (laughs) What sort of the the way the the questionnaire was worded. Um, So um, she is, and and we're both in better health um, than we ever have been in our lives. Um, and, And, you know, the... The foods that we were sort of addicted to and generally society is foods, you know, processed foods are high in salt, fat and sugar, which are very addictive. And once getting out of that addiction is not an easy process for a lot of people. And it wasn't easy for us either. But, you know, I think we felt like we didn't have a choice. If we wanted to live, it really hit us. This is what we needed to do, and we believed it. And the more we, you know, learned about this, um, the, the more it became clear that it, it's a truth. Um, you know, food really is medicine. It really, your body does heal itself when you're given the right sort of high-octane fuel that comes from uh, plant plants, and uh, spe- specifically whole plant foods. So... Um, so, yeah, we, it, it is definitely a process, and I didn't start right away. Sue, Sue jumped in right away. Um, I think in general, from teaching the transition over the last five years and helping people try to make the transition, um, in general, I think men are a little more resistant to dietary change, um, and I was. You know, I definitely was. But um, once you start, get over sort of the the hump and get rid of some of the really highly addictive foods, you you start to feel so good and clean and kind of detoxified. You really crave that feeling. So that becomes the addiction now, uh, feeling really good. And that takes a while. You know, it takes a couple months to do that. But uh, uh, we've seen, you know, hundreds of people that have made this transition. And um, what's great, you know, when we were learning about this over the seven year period, for the first three years, we, um, we went to seminar after seminar. We met many of the major plant-based uh, doctors and authors over the, uh, throughout the country. And it was great to learn from them. You know, we read their books and everything. But what really had an impact on us was when we went to these seminars, we would sit and we would talk with other people Uh, who were interested in this and the amount of people we met that had healed heart disease and diabetes and and cancers and other things, talking to those people was really what gave us the final hope that we are going to beat this. This isn't going to come back. This is, once you make this a lifestyle and once you really, your body kind of heals itself and you continue to to nourish your body properly, um, you will be healthy, you know, uh, for the rest of your life. So um, meeting those people is just, um, you know, it's invaluable. And and I really encourage uh, people to, you know, whether you're reading books or uh, watching, there's tons of really good documentaries now on this. um, and, And... Locally, we have several uh, healthy eating potlucks. Uh, we run one of them up in the North County, and there's one in St. Petersburg. Um, but get involved, and, and kind of, if you got to dip your toe in, that's fine, and maybe it's going to be a process that takes, uh, you know, we're not, you know, we, we never try to tell people, look, you got to go 100% plant-based. Um, whatever works for, for you, and everybody's a little different, But I think if you can kind of reduce your meat consumption, if that's the way you want to do it, and then certainly it's not just meats. It's processed foods are the worst. And you mentioned probably number one is the fast foods, if you can start to limit that. So um, that's whatever works for you. But other people I've met, you know, they, they stop cold turkey. I guess it's a lot like smoking or other, you know, addictive behaviors. Um, and that works for them so um, but definitely give it a try if you have any kind of uh, health condition whether it's diabetes or any kind of heart disease any kind of chronic condition inflammatory arthritis anything um, this will really help changing your diet probably more than anything else Um, and, and of course you know Mind, body, and spirit. So I think those all go together. But if you can start with this, at least for us, all the other things sort of followed uh, after we started to regain our physical health. So
1: that's a really awesome. I'm going to ask uh, Andrea to put it in the comments section. Um, the website is plantpurehealthandweightloss.com. That's plantpurehealthandweightloss.com. We've had a number of people, Steve, coming in today um, on Facebook, and I want to thank all of you. It's so good to be back with you live after three weeks of being in Europe, but also I, I want to say sorry about uh, having you sideways in the beginning, working with some new equipment today, and, um, and having a fun time with it, let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that, that said, um, we're all on the right, on the right view now. On our Facebook Live, so I want to welcome Danielle and uh, Kim and some other Susan uh, in Virginia and other visitors that we've had, and thank you for not only being on our show but also for sharing our show with other people. It's because of you that people listen and tune in from from all over. Um, one of the comments that was coming to us, Steve, uh, also came from uh, our our listener Kim in stating that she has noticed such a big difference in health and her energy Um, now that she tends to eat so many foods that are live, so we're talking non-cooked foods, and what a difference that that has made. One of the things I've noticed on a plant-based diet is um, no more aches. You know, as an all-American athlete, And as a person in my early days of practicing drinking and driving, which eventually I got that those two don't go together, but Mm -hmm. I did have a few car accidents um, and just, you know, injury, like I said, as an athlete or whatever, um, I had a few aches and oohs going on. um, And that was uh, one of, of the big observations that I made. And I think like Steve Kehoe is telling all of us today, that are listening in, we don't have to wait until a two-by-four hits us in the head or we have some kind of shock of desperation or um, a life challenge like his, his wife did. Um, it could be something that if you're just longing for something different, if you've been feeling like, you know, your your joints are aching or your muscles are hurting, please don't get caught up in just saying it's because you're a certain age or You know, well, it's because of, you know, how I used to live or whatever. There's ways that through changing your diet and changing uh, what you eat on a daily basis that you can eliminate a a lot of that. And it's real important to know and, and to remember that. And like Steve is saying, there's all kind of programs that you can follow. There's things that are out there that are available to you. And, um... And you can access them. There's tons of videos on YouTube, but there's lots of information on their website. And um, I, I can't say enough about it because it's definitely, it's a, it's a way of life. And, you know, you hit a key point earlier when you said, um, Steve, you know, thinking about something and doing it are two very distinct things, thinking about it and doing something about it. And look very different, and some of those worlds never merge together. So, I would urge all of you to kind of take to heart what we're saying. Um, we feel very passionate about it because it does work. And we're going to take uh, about a three and a half minute break now. And we are, I ask you to just stay with us on Facebook and listen to the commercials, and we'll be right back. Experience the difference.
2: Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
0: You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you. If you feel inspired by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support.
2: Too often, people desire prosperity but are not willing to pay the price. What is the price? It is sharing, giving, loving, and caring. Prosperity needs an inflow and an outflow, just as a body of water does if it is to remain fresh and clean. As we create an outflow by giving in love, we experience the inflow of a greater awareness of good in our lives. Perhaps you've been led to believe that for every winner in this game we call life, there must be a loser. The truth is that you rarely lose by giving. In giving freely without thought of return, we set in motion a great momentum of goodness. When we give, everyone is a winner. You have something unique to offer the world, something no one else can give. Whatever your gift, know that it is precious, give it freely, share it in love.
0: This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Discover how to connect with our loved ones on the other side with Suzanne Giesman and Messages of Hope. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Central as Suzanne shares evidence that love never dies. An evidential medium, spiritual teacher, and author, Suzanne brings hope and healing through her gift of communication with those who have passed. Suzanne brings messages of hope and love that go straight to the heart. Tune in this Thursday right here on Unity Online Radio. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes.
1: us, everyone. I just posted the website that you can access to learn more about a plant-based diet and the literal miracles that happen and and heal from it. And, And Steve Kehoe is our guest today. It's he and his wife that have founded this organization, and they are teaching people all over the world how to eat, how to be, and how to experience a greater sense of life. Um, Steve, I I know earlier you alluded to the fact that you also go to a Unity community, Unity as well as the Centers for Spiritual Living, Agape, Foundations for Better Living. All of us are into these types of practices as far as uh, what we would call spiritual psychology, if you will, and a positive way of living, which definitely... Um, makes our lives more amazing, and I would urge any of you listening, if you're not familiar, that you find a local community that you can be a part of because it does make a difference when you have a tribe. But, Steve, I'm, I'm sure that you already know one of the greatest, to me, attributes and assets that Charles and Myrtle Fillmore brought is that they were totally committed vegetarians. You are aware of that, aren't you?
2: Yes, yes, I certainly am. I wasn't yeah, Tar- when Yeah, Charles spoke very
1: strong about it. A man who doubled his life expectancy, a man who had one leg shorter than the other one, who created so many miracles on earth. I mean, he was very adamant about the joy of being a vegetarian.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I think... You know, we didn't, we were not aware of that when we first found Unity. We were just looking for a spiritual community. And uh, I don't know, when I, maybe two or three months in, once we started going regularly on our Sundays, um, we kind of heard about the stories of uh, uh, the Fillmores, and uh, it just, sort of tied in even more so, you know, that we happen to find this particular way, uh, this spiritual community that we really liked. And, you know, we've been trying to help our church uh, sort of change their habits and things. Um, and with some success, with some fa- failures, but uh, we've been doing it for about five years at our church. Uh, we've been hosting monthly potlucks. And, um, you know, I think whether you're, you know, open spiritually or not, I I think people at least... uh, What I I like to say, we plant seeds uh, with people. And it doesn't always, uh, you know, they don't change right away, but I think the more we can be an example to people and um, the more we can make really good-tasting food, uh, we really try to do that. Every Sunday we will make something. Um, More and more people are they don't have the fear with you know I think that's what stops a lot of people they they fear that it's going to be a deprivation diet or that it's going to be really tasteless or and it's, it's that's not the case at all um, you know it, it, we teach this in our in our seminars that we do uh, you know there's 80,000 edible plants on earth so um, there's a lot to choose from and, and you really, once you start doing this, you're going to realize you're going to expand your horizons. Your eating uh, possibilities, your your taste buds are going to wake up. Um, everything kind of gets better, and it has nothing to do with deprivation. It's it's sort of an awakening, and uh, a lot of people once they get through the bad habits and the, uh, the sort of the highly processed salty foods that they're used to that. Are, Kind of killed their taste buds. Uh, once they start eating this way, they really do go, wow, this is, uh, this is, this is so much better. Why did I ever eat that way before? But it takes time to, to get through that. And, uh, that's what we try to help people out with our program, the, the Plant Pure Health Weight Loss Program. Uh, it's 28 days, so hopefully it's long enough to change habits. Um, and, and we try to make it, you know, very interactive and fun. Uh we, we, we do two nights of sorta of learning, uh they're two and a half hour seminars and uh we present kind of all the information through all the books and movies and everything else that we've uh that we we felt were very impactful to us on our journey. And then we actually the next day, um we go to a grocery store because you gotta learn you gotta learn right there what you gotta be able to, you know, how to read labels, and there's a huge difference in these little, you know, whether you get no salt beans or you get salted beans. You know, there, there's like eight times more salt in one can than the one right next to it. There's not, so just the right. little things we try to help people with to actually make the transition.
1: So. And it's real, it's real easy to go through the grocery store now because you're only going down four aisles.
2: <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: I love uh, what Brian is saying. He's writing in, and he said he loves that the, the healthiest way of eating for our bodies is also the most friendly to our environment. Hallelujah, Brian. That's an excellent statement. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth also is on board and agrees with that, too. She calls it the V-Gang. Um, but you're you're so right. I mean, we think about when the Fillmore's were vegetarians in the early 1900s, and uh, and you think about it wasn't easy then. You know, now I mean, there's there's no reason for anyone not to be willing. Um, maybe other than a, a little uh, side flavor of, of being stubborn, <laughs> right. Of not to do it because it's so simple. Um, you can find so many. Um, different things to eat and um, that are absolutely great and tasty and mm-hmm. such a blessing to you. But I, I think for me, I get back to the key component is the ability to have energy in your life, mm-hmm. the energy of that can sustain you and carry you. Um, there's a joy about it. And what you were saying earlier, Steve, is so true is you have to be, you choose to be willing to do it long enough to make the changes long enough. And I like to tell people, just be willing to go 30 days. You know, what would be so bad about your whole lifetime if you would go 30 days and not have any processed food? And what happens then after on the 31st day or the next day after that, is that if you do eat something processed, you're going to immediately notice what's been happening. And it's shocking to feel it in your body and go, gosh, how did I ever do that? But it, it's about the experience of it first to really know. you know. In, or, in other words, I think the simplest way of, is to say, in order to get different, you want to be willing to do different for a little while. And, um, and, and go at it in a different direction. Um, so yeah. I'm confident, Steve, that your program also uh, reframes from people who are obsessed or addicted to sugar.
2: Yeah, so we, we definitely try to limit sugar as much as possible. And, you know, that's a hard thing. It, it's still hard for me. I, You know, we're, we're sort of, as human beings, we were sort of designed, you know, our body runs on sugar. On, on, glucose, and we're used to uh, eating processed sugar. That's the problem, and it's heightened. Uh, but, you know, you can get fructose from fruits, and uh, you can get natural sugars from whole foods. And I think when you, whenever you're doing this and you're trying to eat less of the processed sugars, um, and, you know, they've developed other things like corn syrups, which are crazily heightened, I mean, so sweet now when i eat anything with corn syrup in it you know i i can't believe i used to love you know the candy bars and things uh but when i eat a big strawberry or something that's how you want to get your sugars you know you want to you want to get with the fiber and the water and everything else that's in a whole in the whole foods um but we don't we don't, you know, ban sugars. Um, we just try to get people to go more to natural whole foods, and at first, eat more fruits. Um, I think that makes it easier for people, and um, then you can kind of slowly even reduce. Like, uh, you know, dried fruits have a lot of sugar because they're they're dried. The fiber and the water, you know, there's less. Um, it's sort of heightened a little bit. But if you can get to where you're just focusing on whole foods that's really all you got to do it has all the it's in the perfect package that's what we like to say you know uh, nature uh, didn't didn't mess up when it grew plants um they're they're sort of got all the right protein carbohydrates uh, sugars everything in them you just have to eat them and you can eat a lot of them and and you gain your health it's it's sort of the opposite most people are used to doing you know weight one weight uh i don't want to give names out or anything but you know there's a lot of uh sort of the deprivation you can count this count points count calories um what's great about this is you just change the food you eat and eat a lot of it we really encourage people you know eat a huge salad you know you you can eat a you know six cups of uh salad and have like 200 calories so you know it's um it really is you're not going to ever feel hungry or deprived. And that's the problem with all the other sort of programs that allow you to still eat processed foods, just they try to, say, eat small quantities. And that's sort of like, you know, only have one cigarette. And so, you know, you're trying to stop okay, smoking. Right. It doesn't yeah. work too well for most right.
1: people. Right. If you're an alcoholic, only have a couple of drinks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Hardly. Right? Not hardly. Um, Yes, and um, it it just, I don't know, I I just find it so surprising in 2018 that still so few people seem to know that this is such a phenomenal lifestyle and it's all natural, you know, just in what we've been gifted with all along, you know, the the beauty of ways to eat uh, that are healthy for our planet, and healthy for our culture and um, it's just and one of the things that I learned many years ago and in, in working with a, um, a guru was that it's not just so much that one is um, you know eating an animal because I mean for me that's enough but it's also the energy that the animal contains um, when it's killed to be eaten um, and it is a factor a
2: definite factor. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, if, if you know, it, we didn't really consider that at first. It was more our health. But the longer we did this, it, everything, it helps everything. It helps the environment, you know, global warming and um, by, you know, it takes so much more energy to get, you know, a calorie of meat than it does a calorie of plant. It just, you know, if we only did one thing and say fifty uh, percent of the population became vegan or vegetarian, uh, we really wouldn't have global warming. Um, and it doesn't get discussed a lot in the environmental aspects, but it certainly is true. And there's a lot of documentaries that will sort of back that up. But um, and exactly what you said, you know, the uh, you know the the animals that we're raising billions every year. Um, there's just no reason to do it Um, we don't need the protein you know that people think you do the animal protein plants have plenty of protein Um, and we we go through that pretty heavily in our uh, seminar but there's just no reason to get protein from animals in fact there's a lot of reasons not to get the protein from the animals a lot of health uh, reasons and and cancer is one of them Um, it raises insulin-like growth factor in humans when we consume it, and there's so many things, but it really is a win-win-win. You get healthy, you, you, the environment gets healthy, and the animals don't have to suffer. So, um, it, And I think you become, whichever way you come from it to, to try this, you become aware of all three of those the longer you do it, and you really do feel better about yourself um, not just physically, but also mentally. I know, uh, you know. I used to be a pretty avid fisherman, and this is kind of a odd thing, but I really can't for sport now. And, you know, and, and I don't, I don't uh, dissuade anybody from fishing or anything else. But I, I've had it a couple experiences where the fish died when I, you know, when I caught them, and really it hit me. I was just doing it for sport, and I wasn't. Um, I wasn't going to eat the fish, first of all, um, and I saw a lot of suffering in, you know, what I was doing. But I think, you know, just becoming aware of things like that, it makes you a more spiritual, better person. And um, so this this is a definite trending thing, too. You, you kind of touched on it, how it was, you know, imagine back in the 1800s when the, the, the Fillmore's were doing it, um, It really wasn't very common although if you look at what people ate it kind of already was a plant-based diet with a little bit of uh, meat and a little bit of sugar um you know now we consume over 130 pounds of sugar a year people do back then it was about two to three pounds of sugar a year per person yeah
1: yeah and it's very interesting i was in um Germany in Cologne um, at a chocolate museum uh, three or four years ago and we had a private tour and it was such a delicacy that the servers for the wealthy had a lock and key on the chocolate that could be dispersed Mm -hmm. only during specific times Mm -hmm. and you think about that now you know it's massive uh, Mm -hmm. the amount of sugar consumption that you know, people have and that we have in the American diet. But it used to be so sacred that they had this amazing container that had a key on it, and mm-hmm. the servants had to lock it at night and during the week uh, to make sure that no one could get access to it. <laughs> it's, right. it's pretty fascinating, isn't it?
2: Yes, yes. And, it, and you know, it's, it, it's a natural thing for us to want, And, you know, processed food industry is not – they're not evil, I don't believe, but they're trying to sell product. And there's a natural instinct to be inclined to eat heightened, sugary, salty, you know, high-fat foods. So it's sort of just exploded since, um, you know, really since after World War II when processed foods, quicker, you know, fast-paced society, everything else – and in our health problems our chronic diseases have exploded too since then so um it is sad but it, it it's what's so great about this is it's a lot of these chronic conditions are reversible and relatively quickly and you know we see it all the time um people with you know my cholesterol was 300 way back when i before i found out about this and now it's under 150 but that's not unusual. People in our program, actually, just in 28 days, their cholesterol on average has dropped 18% in 28 days only. So um, it, it, it's, it's your body really does heal when you give it you know, uh, a whole plant-based diet or a large part of your diet being that. It, it's a, it is the best healing diet on the planet. There's no doubt.
1: And why would we not be willing to do it for 28 days? If you've been thinking about something wonderful and great that you can do for somebody, give them the gift of this website and, um, and have them go on there and, and discover how effortless this is to do a program that can transform your life. Because, I mean, I think that's, at the end of the day, that's what we all want. I think we're all willing um, to go a little further to make some new decisions if we can see that there's benefit you know I've known a number of people that have been willing to change uh, the way that they eat just because some of us around them have more energy than they do and they they want that you know they see that as a quality way of life well in your case Steve you can celebrate your wife's um, success of being cancer-free for seven years, um, my wife has been cancer-free for 15 years. So it does it. It makes a huge difference in that awareness and well-being. And um, in order, again, to get different, it's the willingness to do it a little bit differently. And it, it's not hard once you start. I think taking that first step is the hardest than anything else as far as this way of life
2: i think you're right and and look for support there's you know there's a lot of different potluck scenarios, um facebook uh, there's so many ways you can find support um and really good information um on netflix there's tons of movies if if there's one documentary that I think a lot of people has had an impact on them, it's called Forks Over Knives, um, and it was one of the first ones that we watched. But it just it, it kind of lays out all the facts, and um, you, you need to have the – you need to begin, I think, with the facts and, and the information. Uh, so intellectually, you need to do it, and then get involved with um, other like-minded people and um, – you know, the, you, I think you brought it up. It's not that hard anymore. You know, when we started seven years ago, it was hard to find. All we had was soy milk. You know, there wasn't almond milks, and just seven years ago, now there's more plant based milks. I think in the, than there is the dairy milk. So, um, and it's not just that. There's there's tons of other um, uh, plant based foods. It's it's growing by leaps and bounds every year and um, it's no longer a sort of marginalized thing. Um, people are becoming aware. They're waking up, and um, there's a lot of support out there. So find it, and if there's anything uh, we can do to help, we would love to do that. And there, there's a place on our website. If you have any questions, I, I will certainly answer any of those um, with uh, local things. Um, Plant Pure our sort of parent company Um has actually they call them a pod network and there's over 450 uh, local pods throughout the country and which are mostly potlucks or sometimes they'll show a documentary movie or it's usually a monthly meetup um so if you go on plant pure nation that's the the kind of the the head company website you can find all the pods that are throughout the the, the united states um, and again, there's like 450 of them. So there's probably one in your community. So.
1: And you have that link on your website also, yeah. don't you see?
2: Yes, we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay, Plant Pure Health and WeightLoss.com uh, to make the discoveries people have um, changed their life, overcome various cancers and, and different diseases, and understanding the depth of, of what you put into your body what a difference it can make. It definitely impacts inflammation and, and other things, and it eliminates a lot of the red energies in our body, the arthritis, the fibromyalgia. And, of course, like always, we say there's no one-size-fits-all. But if you're out there and you're looking for something different, if you've been using different things and you're not finding it, getting you the results that you you want, then why not be willing to give this a chance and see how different you do feel with the choices that you make and and the way that you eat and what you put into your your body. And it does, it becomes a a dedicated way of life. As I had said previously, I just got back from travels, and Steve people always laugh at us, you know, because we have so many suitcases. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we take our plant-based food, we take our, our water filter system, we change the shower head wherever we travel, and I mean, but we're we're very dedicated because yeah. we love the results that we've been able to get in our life. We carry all of these um, shake products. We use the Nikan plant protein products, and it's just been such a gift and a blessing, and I'll, I'll take all the luggage necessary, you know, to right. be able to sustain that, and it just... I still do find it sometimes baffling how how it appears that, do we know? I mean, how many people claim to be vegetarian or vegan? Is it still just a small percent? Or because you focus on this work all the time, do you have mm-hmm. kind of a sense of that?
2: Yeah, it's definitely growing. Um, and, and what... The actual percentage of vegans, and I focus more on vegans, um, is right around 3%, and it was around 2%. So that doesn't sound like, you know, just two or three years ago. But what has grown by leaps and bounds is the number of people who are having – they're going partway. They're having a meatless Monday or every, they only have meat once a week. Or So there's a lot of people – the awareness is there. And there's a lot of people who are in the process of making changes. Um, but I, I will say, you know, I, I've seen this over and over uh, through our programs. We've run eight of them locally now. There's a lot of unhealthy vegans, too. Um, just because you don't eat meat doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be healthy. There's a lot of processed foods uh oreo cookies are vegan um but they're certainly not healthful. <laughs> um right. it's a ton of sugar in them um but so you really do i think what we kind of label this is a whole food plant-based diet and that's sort of everything you're going to see in documentaries and it's getting if it looks like food like is it look like something that's grown then that's going to be good for you um if it's shaped into a uh you know a triangular shape and it's got 16 uh, grams of fat and a whole bunch of sugar it's it's vegan but it's not healthy um so you know you have to be aware and you know maybe it starts with more of the processed vegan foods but certainly you're not going to achieve great health by eating nothing but processed vegan foods so go back to nature. that's where the health is. So.
1: Go back to nature as what's natural. Thank you, Steve Co- Kehoe, for being on our show today. Go to his website, PlantPureHealth, and weightloss.com, and thank all of you for tuning in and giving all of you a big shout-out. Always appreciate you joining us on Facebook Live. Thank you for tuning in. Right.
2: Thank you, Reverend a. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.